Rabbi Sai, good morning. A guten Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshas Nasai for Bnei Eretz Yisrael. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshas Bamidbar, the Bnei Chutzlaritz. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, the Shabbos which will extend into the Yontif of Shavuos for those of us in Eretz Yisrael. It will be a one-day Yontif for you in Chutzlaritz. It will be a two-day Yontif. But we see that Akash Baruch is giving us this year a, a, a triple header, a Shabbos for Chutzlar. It's a, either a double header or a triple header. For those of us in there, it's all a double header. Three full days of Kedusha for you and Chutzlar, two days full of Kedusha for us in Eretz Yisrael. I would like to uh, preface my remarks by first of all giving great Shevach v'hodoya to the Rabbanu for so many wonderful, wonderful matanas that he has extended not only to myself, but to the family and to the entire Chabura of Talmidim and friends who listened to the Shir on Arab Shabbos. I was able to be in America for close to two weeks, returned literally uh, on Wednesday evening after a wonderful um, time spending it with both my mother she should be stark in Baltimore and then meeting Talmidim both in Baltimore and then in New Jersey. And the last part of the trip was a trip to Los Angeles, which I had not been for the last three years. I was over to spend Shabbos in the Pika Robertson area and to have an Einig Shabbos and then to speak in two shuls. And again, to Fabreng and to see and to get Nachas from so many students and so many friends. And then the and the, the return to Eretz Yisrael and to get wonderful news that our grandson, Yonah, the oldest son of our son, our Bukhar, Reb Dovbeer, is going to become a chassan. And last night was the official Lachayim, official Erison, and he's engaged to a wonderful girl by the name of Sarah Hitman, who we happen to know the parents from the time they lived here in Harnov. And we know that the Rabbanu Shem is the one that's Mezavik Zivugim. We want to give them a bracha that they should be able to build the Vayis Neman Yisrael. We want to extend the bracha to everyone that listens and anyone that doesn't listen, but that is karev to our hearts, that they should also be zoichet to this matana teva of Shiduchim and Zivugim for all of their children in good health. We should share in Simchas. After those, after those prefaced remarks, we'd like to speak a little bit about the parsha and especially about the Yantif of Shavuos Haba Lein Latoiva Tafshin Pei Beis. And uh, <clears throat> I saw that there's so many ideas and so many thoughts. I'd like to share it with at least some of them with the Olam. Um, the, the, um, we, we, we know that this, this Shavuos is, is uh, that's, uh, they say it's the 3,334th Shavuot since Matan Torah Sinai. Over 3,000 years <clears throat> that Kla Yisrael received the Torah at Har Sinai. And really it's an amazing, amazing thing. I saw a Misa that there was a, a person that made a Achnasa Sefer Torah and he was a well-to-do person and he decided to invite some important pers- personages that he had a relationship with business. And one of them was a big lawyer, possibly a judge, a non-Jewish person. And he came to the Achnasa Sefer Torah. And we know what Achnasa Sefer Torah is like, singing and dancing. The music is playing. And we take out the Sefer Torah and we're dancing with the Sefer Torah, we're hugging the Sefer Torah. And this was an amazing, amazing thing, which this 
non-Jewish person had never ever seen anything like it in his life. And it seems that the, the Yid, the Gvir, um, asked that this person should speak at the dinner, at the, at the Suda. So he got up to speak, maybe put a yarmulke on his head, and he said, you want to tell everyone that I'm really amazed by the demonstration that I've seen today. I've never, ever witnessed anything like it. He says, I'm a lawyer, I'm a judge, I'm involved in law. And in law, every country has its laws, and we know there are certain people that they despise the laws. They hate the laws because the laws constrict them. The laws don't allow them to do what they want. Then there there are those people, it's called law-abiding citizens. They abide by the law, they keep the law, they recognize the laws for their benefit, and they have a risk, you know, there's, a, there's a, a healthy understanding that the law is important. And then you have the people that are in the Justice Department and the people that are the higher levels, they, they have high, the highest respect. The law is everything. Every letter of the law, every word of the law is something that has to be kept. And uh, they have a high respect. But never in my life did I ever see people that they take their books, their books of law, and they dance with them, and they celebrate with them, and they hug them, and they kiss them, and they cherish them. And I said, this is what a non-Jew was able to see. He was able to see that there's a, 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 an, an a, a affection, a love, an ava that we have. And when it comes the day of the giving of the Torah to Sinai, and we celebrate, and how do we celebrate? We celebrate by staying up the entire night and learning. And we're singing the song of the Torah, this represents a tremendous, tremendous um, relationship that we have with the Torah and with the Rabbanu Shalom. Mikam um, The parsha of parshas Bamidbar, we want to tie it in a little bit with parshas Bamidbar Nas and also relate to the Yontif of Shuas. I was able to learn Gavadik Kliyakar. We know that the beginning of parshas Nasai, it speaks about the B'nai Gershon, and it speaks about their duties as, as the Levim in order to do the avoda to carry the Masa of the Mishkan. And it goes into great detail exactly which parts of the Mishkan, the Kalei Chatzar and the Mesach Pasach Chatzar. And then later on it says B'nai Merari, they also have um, their duties, what they have to carry, they have to carry the, the Amudim and the and the and the, um, the Mesrehem, Adinehem, the Seidosim, the Basis. Parshas Nasi begins with B'nai Gershon, with B'nai Gershon. Now the truth is, is already at the end of Parshas Bamidbar, it already states the, a similar concept. It speaks about the B'nai Merar. It says B'nai Kos, right? Kahas, they're the ones that carry the uh, the the Kodesh Kadashim, and amongst those items is the Arna Edus, and they put a Kisui on top of it, and then they have the Shulchan. Now, the, the question that I always raise is, is that why does the Torah split up the two uh, parashiyas into, into separate issues? The should have had Kahas and Gershon and Merari all in one parasha. They're all speaking about the same topic. Why do we split them up? Number two is that we know that in the hierarchy, Gershon was the oldest. Is Gershon, Kahas, and Merari. So the Torah really should have started out with Gershon. This question, the Kleyoker asks, and the Kleyoker says, well, the reason why we started out with, 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 um, with, with Kaz is because Kaz are the ones that carry the, the, uh, the Aron. These are the Lush and the Medrash. The Medrash says, we want to be Mechab the Aron, therefore we mention the Aron first. 
And that's why we, 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 we speak about um, Kahas before Gershon. But, but that begs the question, he is, Kasha, why didn't they give over the Aaron to the Bukhar? They should have given over to Gershon. Gershon should have carried the Aaron. And then Kahas and Merari, they should have carried the other implements of the, of the Mishka. The Klayoka says a Gavalik Yisoy, which I think relates to the Yontif Hashvuas, and he says that HaKadosh Baruch wanted to teach us that the Kavad of the Torah, the people that learned the Torah, the Lamdei Torah, they are the, of the highest order. And they're the, called the Kadesh Lashem. And we want to count Kos, because Kos were the ones that carried the Aaron. Why did we give it to Kos? Why didn't we give it to Gershon? Because we would have given it to Gershon. If we would have given it to Gershon, Gershon was the Bukhar, then a person would have said as far, oh, the reason why... The, the way Gershon ca- carried the Aaron is not because the Aaron is so important that it represents the holiness of the Torah in the highest level. It's that Gershon was the Bukhar, and since Gershon was Bukhar, Bukhar therefore be given this high honor to, to carry the Aaron. Now the Torah wants to tell us that no, every single person has a chalik of the Torah. You don't have to be a Bukhar. You don't have to be a, from a person that's born from great Yichus. You yourself, every person that attaches himself to the Torah, the Keser Torah is higher than the Keser Kuna, it's higher than the Keser Malchus. The Keser Torah is Hefker Lakol. And this is the lesson, this could be why the reason why the Torah separates the two. The first thing is to tell us the most important thing is the Aran. The Aran represents the highest level, and it's a separate entity. And that's why we begin with Kahas. They're the ones, they weren't the Bukhar, they were the regular people, they were like the middle child syndrome. <laughs> they were able to carry the Aaron, and they give the respect, and they teach us what our real tachlis is, to be people that are Aaron carriers, people that relate and understand what the holiness of the Torah is. And this is a lesson before Shavuos, Rabbi said. We have to realize, Mi there is no one like us. And I saw Maisa that the, they said from the Baditra, I think, or maybe from the other Rebbe's, that one time the Baradishra came to Shul to Davin in the morning, and uh, he said, uh, said the Birchos HaTorah, but the Talmidim, rep, uh, they recognized it. He forgot to say, Shalosanigoy. They waited for the end of Davening and went over to him, and they said, Rabbi, what, you forgot to say, Shalosanigoy. What's the reason? So he said, I'll tell you the truth. When I woke up this morning, I was asking myself, what kind of I voted I really accomplished? And I was feeling kind of down and kind of depressed, and all of a sudden I said to myself, Levi Yitzchok, what are you what are you thinking like this for? Don't you rep- don't you recognize the vast difference between yourself and the common non-Jew, the common guy? Such a, 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 what a what a what a world of difference from the from the heavens into the earth. And therefore, I ext- quickly stood up and I exclaimed to the Bunshim, I called out the Bracha, Thank you, Hashem, you did not make me into a guy. Rabbi said, we are the people that are Amma We are the ones that are given the Torah HaKadosha. And this is the concept we have to recognize, especially when it comes to Yontav HaShuas and we're preparing ourselves for Shuas, that we should prepare ourselves in this fashion to recognize, look at the world, look at the turmoil of the world, look at the fraying of the world, look at the, at the, at the, 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 the wars, look at the, the, the way the world lives their lives and the way Yidin lives their lives. I was on this trip be able to be in, in Kehillus Kedoshes in different cities in the, in, in the United States and to see the, the revolution and the revitalization and the rejuvic, rejuvenation, <laughs> rejuvenation 
of the Jewish people. It was in California. It was to be in a wonderful shul, Adas Torah, and in other shuls over there, and to see the way the, the island is growing. And this is all due to the fact that the Torah HaKadoshah gives us this kayak in the midst of the Golas, in the midst of everything. We're able to walk into a shul, we're able to walk into a base of Edrish. We can learn the Torah, and this is what we aspire for. And on this Yantif of Shuas, we have to galvanize ourselves and to take and to teach ourselves and our children the Indian of the Hashivas of Torah, the Hashivas of the Aran, to be from the B'nai Kos, to lift up the Aran, to carry the Aran with us. Uh, I saw a few mices, but before I say the mice, I want to re- just tell you over the word what you like to say from Reb Shimon Schwab. We know that the Leil Shavuos is called Leil Sh- the Leil of Tikkun. Tikkun, Tikkun Leil Shavuos. And people say, some people say Parshas, say, say for Dvarim. And, um, and we know the Minig is to stay up at night. Where do we get this Minig from? So the Pirkei Belezer brings down that Klau Yisrael on the day of Matan Torah, they went to sleep. And Moshe Rabbeinu had to go around and he had to vect them. He had to wake them up. And it was uh, it was like a taina. What do you mean? The chassan is coming, wants to get the kala, to bring it to the chuppah, and, uh, and they're schluffing. So therefore, because of that chet, so to speak, therefore, we have to make up for it. Therefore, we stay up the entire night because we don't want that we should have to have a Kodesh Baruch looking around, where is Klal Yisrael? Frexich tekasha, Zokter of Shwab. Shwab asked the question, there's a plea, anyone that sees this is bewildered. How could it be that Klai Yisrael, the night before Pesach, night before Shavuos, after the 49 days that we prepared, that they were preparing ourselves, like we're preparing ourselves, the Shlosh Hakbala, the Achana, they decide to go to sleep to get a good Shlofin, and in order that HaKadosh Baruch has to send Moshe Rabbeinu to, to, vec, to vec them, how could it be? And not only did they sleep, they didn't get up for Vesik. And it says, the, the Pirkei says they slept for two, into two hours into the day. So if Shrab says a Gavaldi Yisrael, he says the, the reason why Klal Yisrael went to sleep is because they had a logical reason for going to sleep. We know that Nevi'ah's prophecy comes about only only in a, in a, in a difficult, in, in a some sort of not clear vision, except for Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was the only one that was able to see that the vision of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ba'aspaklar Me'ira. Moshe Rabbeinu was the only one who was able to stand up by Nevuah and to do it in a standing fashion. All the other Nevi'im, it's Chazayin Yeshayo, it's always about a vision. The Nevi'im always have to be in a sleeping position. HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself in dreams, in some sort of vision in that particular in that particular way. And Klai Yisrael held that they were going to get the Torah, that the Torah was going to be a Bechina of what? of Nevoah. And they thought that by eating and drinking and going to sleep, they'll have Simcha, and they'll have Shaina, and the Rabbani Shalom now reveal himself to them, and reveal himself and bring the Torah to them. And on that, the Rabbani Shalom told them, no, this was a mistake. There's a great difference between Nevius and the Chachma of Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to teach them that Torah is not acquired through Nevius, through prophecy. Torah is only acquired about through Amelus Torah, through toiling in Torah, to understand the Havan of Torah, to go over it again and again and again. Kabbalah Torah is even greater than Nevius. As the Gemara says, Chacham Adif Minavi. 
And that's the reason why the Torah describes the receiving of the Torah. It says, Vayisyatsu. They stood up. Vayamadu'am. They stood up. There's a concept called Maimed Harsinai. The Torah itself is Maimedos. What gives us standing is that we have a connection to the Torah, which all comes about through our toiling of Torah. And this is the reason why we stay up at night of Shavuos in order to make up for that so-called mistake. They had a good kavanah. The kavanah, they wanted to get up in Torah But that was a mistake. And therefore, our tikkun is, tikkun leo Shavuos, we stay up the whole night and we get the hashpas of the Torah through our toiling in Torah. Anyone that remembers their time when they were in Yeshiva and Eretz Yisrael and the great, great arousing of the learning of the Torah and then the walking to the Kaisal. I think years back, I used to walk all the way from Harnov. Later on, it became from Katamon and then from and then from, from Press. But we always remember that excitement of walking together and davening at the Kaisal together with the whole Oilam and the dancing and the singing. The cheesecake was always Geshmak as well, but the cheesecake just showed the representation of what the sweetness of the Torah is. I have to share with you some Gavaldik and Maisos, which shows what the relationship of great, great G'daylim uh, are together with their Nashim Tzitkaniyas, with their great, great women. And hopefully we'll learn lessons from them, and this should be an inspiration for us also in our preparations for Shavuos, that we should have greater respect for our mates, for our Zivug, and we should try our utmost. Now again, all of these lessons are lessons of the great order. We're not necessarily holding on these levels, but think about it. Think about it and see how you can somehow practice this in your own life. Rev Chaim Pinchas Sheinberg, Zeich HaTzadik Levach, the Roshiva of Torah, was married to the daughter of Mr. Herman. Her name was Bessie. We married, I think, for close to 80 years. She was brought up in Manhattan. Her father was a businessman, but a very from person, all the gedolim that came to America used to stay at his house. In the book, All for the Boss, which is famous, all the stories about him. When she met Rav Chaim Pinchas, he was already a budding Talmud Chacham, and they decided to get married and to go to learn in the Mir Yeshiva in Europe. And this was in the 20s, late 20s. And um, they traveled by boat, and in those days, to go to Eastern Europe, which was then not as comfortable as America, was a big mysterious nefesh. They decided to take the opportunity in order to go visit the saintly Chafetz Chaim in Raden. And when it came to the Chafetz Chaim, the Mrs. Scheinberg at the time, she was a young Kala, but she was feeling already discomfort in the, just the physical accruements that, you know, she saw already was happening and she was now going to be able, she was going to stay in Europe for a couple of years and she missed her home, she missed her mother, she missed her father, she missed the creature comforts that they had in those days in Manhattan. And Chaim Pinchas told one of the Gabayim to maybe explain to the Chafetz Chaim that we came all the way from America to learn the Mir and the Messias Nefesh and we need Chizuk. So they told the Chafetz Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim raised his eyes and he said, oh, you came all the way from America to go to the Mir to learn, ah, Givaldika Messias Nefesh. But I want to give you a lesson. The lesson is, is that there was, there's a greater Messias Nefesh. The Rebbe he left his Shamayim and he brought down Midrashim, which speaks about you have to travel 500 years to go from one Rikiah to another Rikiah. Rabbanishim lowered himself to go all the way down to Harsinai, to this Olam Hashafel, in order to give the Torah to Harsinai, 
to the Jewish people. And th- this is the this is the greatest present we could possibly get. But the Rebbeinu was Moshe Nefesh. The Rebbeinu left his abode, so to speak. So when you're going to go uh, to the to the mirror, you should recognize, yes, it's a mysterious Nefesh, but it doesn't compare to the mysterious Nefesh of the Rebbeinu I remember hearing this message from Rav Scheinberg, Zetzal himself, when he spoke to the boys of Ner Yaakov, and always made a great, great impression upon me. Rabbi Sai, you have to recognize, what kind of mysterious Nefesh do we have today? In the old days, there was no air conditioning. People slept on benches. People were literally most nervous. Today, we have air conditioning. I saw one ad in America while I was there that there's some shul. They're going to have all the juices, milkshakes, I don't know, all kinds of different things you're going to get for the yante, for shvuz. Every single single type of cheesecake, 90 types of cheesecakes, just uh, a little bit embellishing. But our mysterious nefesh is not at all on that level. But whatever level of mysterious nefesh we can implement, these are great, great things that we should uh, be mechazik ourselves and recognize the greatness of what this day really represents. Another great maisa we'll share with you that uh, Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld, they lived in Yerushalayim with his Rebetzin. They were so poor, they only had one pair of shoes, they would share the same pair of shoes. You know, again, beyond their scope of understanding, this is the way it was. And he told his wife once that he said to her, he says, you know what, when you get up to the Bezin Shomala, I want you to tell them, I want you to tell the Bezin that you deserve to go to Gan Eden. Why? Because you were Mishamish, a Talmud Chacham, as being his wife, and you always took care of me. And if they're going to ask you, how do you know that he was a Talmud Chacham? So you'll say to them, I'm just a simple Jewess. I'm a simple Yidna. I don't know much, but I was told that he's a Talmud Chacham. And they're going to accept that Taina because your, your Amunat Tamima is going to allow you to get into Gan Eden because you were Mishamish, a Talmud Chacham. And you were Meisah Nefesh in your way. And then when you're going to get into Gan Eden, because of you, I'll also have a schus to get into Gan Eden. Because when I'm going to come up to the Bezin, they're going to make a din v'cheshbon and everything, and they're going to see that I'm not worthy to go in. But then we're going to pull out the trump card. The trump card is that I'll say to them, my wife, you let into Gan Eden. You think it's going to be pleasant for her to be alone in Gan Eden without me? What kind of Gan Eden is that? That's not a Gan Eden, it's a Gehenna. So that would be the Taina that I would be zoicha to go into the into the Gan Eden as well. Rabbi said, these are some mices and these are some uh, great lessons that we wanted to share. It's, it's really, you know, really we have to be thankful and we have to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is waiting with his Palmalia Shomala. Um, before I speak a little bit more about that, just to mention that this Shabbos has a halachic ramifications in the Ge'at to Yontif, not, not preparing from Shabbos to Yontif. And uh, some people even bring down that you should, when you go to sleep on Shabbos, you shouldn't say you're sleeping on Shabbos in order to be able to, to, be able to learn at night on the Yontif of Shuas, which is Matzah Shabbos. And others say, no, that's Tafka, when you're going to end up doing a Malacha, but you're ending up just to learn that it's not a problem. But also just the concept of, of setting the table, one should not set the table. One's allowed to clean the table. You shouldn't set the table. All different shilas, which I'm sure that your local rabbi will answer you in the gate, making the food. You have to wait till after the yontif, until after Shabbos is out. Only like the candles after Shabbos. The preparation should not be done. If a person wants to have candles set up twice before Shabbos, that's always the greatest idea. And uh, we recommend that. So we said before, 
that we're going to, to be together, and the, we know the famous Zoyar, the Zoyar says, Kad Yasun Yisuom, Ba'askim Basimcha Satayra, when Kla Yisuom was sitting in his Bingaisik and Simcha Satayra, Kuchibricha Oymen Vamaya Dilei, Kuchibricha says to his heavenly host, to his heavenly Bezdin, to all the Malachim, Chazu, Chazu, Bonai, Chavivai, look at my cherished and my precious children, She Mishtakhin, they forget about their own sorrows. And they're Isaac in my in my joyous item. Rabbi Sai, Klal Yisrael is gathering together, all of us, under the banner of Torah, and we have a great schus on the birthday of Klal Yisrael, the giving of the Torah of Klal Yisrael. This is our birthday, and as we mentioned last week, the Gemara says in Pesachim that Rabbi Yosef says, if it wouldn't be for this day, how many Joes would there be in the marketplace? And we have to be very, very thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ah, Shalom, you gave us the Torah, you made me a part of Kla Yisrael. And I saw that Revolbi says that when he says, Ki ish echod echod, each member of Kla Yisrael has his Chelek Torah. And it's really just like there were 600,000 Jews that accept Torah at Sinai, each one of us has his Chelek Torah. There are 600,000 thousand different pshatim in the Torah. It's all totally on the neshama of a person. Some people have shaykhs to chasidus, some people have shaykhs to lambdas, to bekiyas, some people have shaykhs to halacha. Every one of us has a chelik in Torah. And we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, v'sein chalkeinu v'sereisecha, he should give us our chelik in the Torah. We want to give a bracha to everyone. This Shabbos and the upcoming Yantaf HaShuas should be a great aliyah. We should be all together with all of Klaizel to be makabel the Torah b'shleimus and to be b'simcha and mitzvah Hashem to be zayicha to the gula shleimim heir yameinu amen. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful yantif. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.